Target for this. Obedience removes all your excuses and arguments. Obedience removes all your excuses and arguments. Okay. Are you ready today, tonight? Okay. As Christians called upon, I don't like these glasses. Switching. This must be a weak pair. <laughs> okay, much better. Okay, as Christians uh, called upon God uh, in Second uh, Corinthians seven fourteen, God has heard our cry. Glory to God. And he has begun to heal this land. Although there's a lot of confusion out there, it will clear up. Um, with the most critical American election in our nation's history, it's now over. And with victory in hand, many think that it's all done and over. There's rejoicing in the camp. Amen. You seem all rejoicing. A sigh of relief and tensions for now are subdued. Okay. Um, for many Christians, their prayers have been answered and now will return to their normal way of life. Um, that's not what we are called to do. We're called to pray all the time. Uh, we must continue to thank God for the outcome, rejoice and continue to be in prayer for our nation and for those who we have elected to their positions or offices. Um, we have given them the responsibility to lead, yet it's, we must, I should say, continue to pray for their protection, for one, then wisdom and understanding as they lead this nation forward. Okay. Uh, we cannot fail in prayer, our prayer support, and our giving to thanks for God for the future of our nation, um, for our children and of our grandchildren, if you have those. <clears throat> Again, a path is given for us to choose. Uh, turn with me to Jer the book of Jeremiah, chapter 6. It's Jeremiah chapter 6. I'll give you a moment to get there. That's Jeremiah chapter 6, Old Testament. You know, Jeremiah had a lot to say about his, his uh, nation when it was being rebuilt. <clears throat> Jeremiah chapter 6, and looking at verse 16. Um, Thus says the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see and ask for the old paths, where is good way, and walk therein, and you shall find rest for your souls. Uh, here's the bad part about it. Um, I hope we don't fall into this portion. But they said, we will not walk therein. Uh, from the Amplified, it says, Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look, and ask for the eternal paths, where the good old way is, then walk in it, 
and you will find rest for your souls. Of course, they didn't, you know, but it says they didn't do so. We need to go to the old ways, back to our constitution, to the Christian Judeo uh, rules, and I can't say rules, but ways of life. Um, we have to go back. We can't go, go to that. So we, we're at a crossroads, in other words, right now. We need to stop, stand still, and reflect on what we have done. Um, so with that thought in mind, let's back up to the book of Isaiah, chapter 30. That's Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning and rest shall be, ye shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Again, look at the consequences because they didn't follow through. They would not. Let's read it from the Amplified. Thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, In returning to me and resting in me, ye shall be saved. Our country can be saved. And in quietness and trusting and confidence shall be your strength. This is where, we, this is where our country is right now. We have, we've moved, at least elected to move, in the proper direction. And we've got to keep ourselves straight. In other words, we can't be, be uh, no longer distracted by um, things in life. We need to follow through on what God's called us to do. Because each and every one of us has a purpose in life. Otherwise, your breath would be taken away. Okay, so you've got a purpose in life. We need to do something. That means we can't be distracted any longer. We have to be focused on what God's called us to do. And when we are focused, we, re we should recall, this is where history, history and government is, of our nation. Our children need to be taught the history of our country again, and government of our country, to find out what, well, how this country was established, not all this trash, here we go, all this trash that's being taught today in school, that, uh, you know, the people from, the whites from Europe came over here to, Steal the land. You know, that's not what it was. They were brought over here to establish something. They established a country for God. They gave this land to God. Okay. We need to react and recall what we were called to do, and then we need to react on what they said. Follow the principles what our forefathers designed for us. I would, I would love to see um, the Bible, again, taught in schools or read in schools. Um, I think it was up, up until 1960 that the last state, it was Texas, that were reading the Bible in school. But, uh, you know, since then, there's no Bible. You, you, can, you can read the Quran, but if you bring the Bible to school, you get thrown out. You can bring a gun. You can bring a knife to school, you know, and, and they just take the gun and knife away, but, you, you know, you're not, but you bring a Bible to school, you're dismissed. 
Uh, we can't have that anymore. We got to come back to, to what this nation is, is uh, was built upon. Uh, okay, now since, uh, so we can't be distracted. We need to follow through on what God's called us to do. In Proverbs, uh, a familiar scripture, Proverbs chapter 29, Proverbs chapter 29. Look at verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. From the Amplified, where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people perish, but he who keeps the law of, the, of God, which includes that of man, blessed, happy, and fortunate, and enviable is he. Well, we have um, an individual that has a vision for this country. Finally, we have a man that really has a true vision to, to bring, make, quote, America great again. That means he's going back to our founding fathers to reestablish those things that have been eroded. And, and we are going to have to have a, it will play an important part. Uh, the Christians, the Christian church, needs to play an important part to bring this to pass. Because without that vision, as he gives us that, as he opens the vision, people need to grab, get a hold of it and run with it. Okay? Uh, now let's go to Psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter 127. That's Psalms 127. Look at verse 1, Psalms 127. Except the Lord build the house, they, the, they labor in vain that would build it. Except the Lord keep the sea, the watchman waketh it, but in vain. From the Amplified, except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who built it. Except the Lord keeps the city, the watchman wakes, in, but in vain. Um, our, our, you know, our hope should not be uh, not on a man. You know, um, going back to the, prior, the, the president we have now, when, we, when he started, he said, hope and change. Uh, and people put their hope in the man. And he utterly fell short of the hope and change. He changed it, but there was no hope. Uh, we can't, you know, many are putting their hope in Mr. Trump coming up. He's a man. We still need God in the picture. Our hope should be in God, okay? Okay, let's go back to, to uh, Jeremiah chapter 6, six again. Um, just want to look at it one more time. That's Jeremiah chapter 6. Verse 16, Thus says the Lord, Stand Ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. One, one of the, I should have wrote down the uh, translation. I got this out of. Ask for the ancient ways. Where the good way is. Then walk in them. Ask what God says and walk in them. 
James 1.22 tells us that we need to be doers of the word, not just hearers. Uh, many will hear the word, uh, hear the word, but they don't apply the word, and thereby they deceive themselves. Uh, James tells us, and going on on James, chapter 2, verse uh, 13, that uh, I'll show you my faith by works. So if we're not, if, I, if we don't work what we're called to do, or being, being a doer of the word, our faith is not any good. I mean, it's good, you know, we know what, how to apply it, but if we don't apply it, you know, uh, it's not going to help you. you know. So we need to apply the word in our lives. We need to be doers of, our, doers of the word. Let's not deceive ourselves. We've, we've got a, a good, strong start um, as of yesterday. Uh, people are going to be looking forward to moving uh, on the 20th of January. Things should be moving quickly, but in the meantime, in these 70 days, uh, we need to be praying for those that we have elected into office that they do find the, the will of God the standards for which he is wanting to direct us, you know. Uh, we have to remember that Mr. Trump is just recently a born-again believer. Uh, James Dobson and another one uh, actually uh, heard him say the sinner's prayer uh, and received Jesus into his heart. So he's a brand-new Christian. And a brand-new Christian is like a baby, you don't expect that baby to do a man's job until they get mature. So there will be mistakes that possibly to be making, but at least if he follows through on his spiritual advisors, he can grow strong. And I'm believing, I won't go into that, uh, yeah, I will. I'm believing that uh, he will grow and mature quickly in the call that, he, that has been given unto him, because it, it is a divine call that uh, is on his life. And we'll get into that Sunday if I get a chance. So you're going to be wild up, really wild on that one. Okay, now, uh, since we're in Jeremiah, let's go to chapter 32. Jeremiah chapter 32. So we need to rely upon God. Jeremiah chapter 32, looking at verse 17. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth, and by thy great power and outstretched arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Well, everybody said it, was, Mr. Trump couldn't make it, but prayer, your prayers, the prayers of this nation, believers calling upon the Lord, made something important. Uh, something that was impossible, possible. Because before the, the electoral college was out, they had Hillary ahead at, at 234 electoral, electoral votes before he even got started. She was that far in advance. And she didn't get that many more. I think she got, came up to 200 and anybody, 35 or... 40, and Trump had 370-something, so that shows you it was just a landfall. Uh, look it up. You'll be interested to find that. that 
So it was God's, God's hand. Glory to God. So nothing's too hard for God. Uh, let's go on to look at Matthew chapter 19. Just to, to reaffirm that. Matthew chapter 19. Verse 26. Jesus speaking. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. We saw the impossible yesterday. We, could, we saw a miracle take place. Uh, the, the media was dumbfounded. They couldn't figure out how in the world could this be. You look at the map, and you see it's all red. There's only a couple of blue spots. Unfortunately, California was blue. Oregon was blue. Uh, Washington was blue. Illinois was blue, and I think uh, New Hampshire or Maine, and New York was blue. So it shows you that uh, those people are out of touch, except for some of us in California were red. Okay. Okay. Psalm, let's go now to uh, reverse the Psalms. Let's go back to the Old Testament. Psalms, once again. And we want to find Psalms 43. That's Psalms 43. Now, what's going to be, what is going to be great uh, after, after Mr. Trump gets into the presidency? He said that he, he would strike down the Johnson Amendment. That was made in 1954 or so. You know what the Johnson Amendment does or did? It restricted people, pastors, from talking against uh, uh, those that are running for office. So legally, I'll be able to say anything I want from the pulpit. Anybody else, the same thing. Uh, the uh, liberals were always saying it, but when a uh, conservative said it, all of a sudden, somehow it got out and uh, the IRS uh, threatened their, uh, threatened to throw them in jail and all that type of stuff. And it was, you know, so he said he's going to get rid of that plus a few other things. So I'm happy. Yeah. Be happy. There used to be a song, Be Happy. I can't remember. You know what Be Happy was? You remember, remember a few years back? They had that, uh, it was on a plaque. Think, you know, think with me about five years ago, six years ago. It's on a plaque. And this thing was saying, be happy, be happy. It was that fish, that <laughs> it was saying, be happy, be happy. So we need to be happy. Or he said, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I know, but there's going to be some waves, but uh, as we've seen, we have saw or we have watched, uh, God is in control. Uh, did we find uh, Psalms 43? Look at verse 1. Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against the ungodly nation. O deliver me from deceitful and unjust men. A man. 
Well, glory to God. God is our rescuer. Somebody's going to be coming against us. They're going to be found to be in the wrong. So um, that's for our nation. That's, and you can take that for your own. Uh, something to uh, fall back on. Um, God is the ultimate answer to our nation's troubles and to our individual troubles. So we need to call upon God. I mean, some of these scriptures are wild. Hey, God, hey, plead my cause against the ungodly. You know, they're trying to kick me out of my job, or they're trying to frame me, or, you know, hey, God, do your job. I'm, I'm your daughter, I'm your, your son. Clean the slate. Yeah, right. What can you say? Judge me. Hey, I'm born again, I'm washed in the blood. Don't let them trample over me. I'm going to stand up. As long as you stand up for God, he's going to stand up for you. Okay? So he's the ultimate answer for our nation and for us as individuals. So we need, that's a good one to uh, stand by on. Let's go back up to Psalms chapter 27. In cha Psalms chapter 27, we see something else. Verse, uh, verse 1, Psalms 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be, be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. The hosts should encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this I will be confident. God is with us. He's our refuge. Amen. He said, we're supposed to put on the armor of God, but he's still our refuge. It says Psalms 91. Go, go to the secret place on, of the Most High. He's our refuge. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, since uh, we're right there, turn over a couple of pages or a page or so. And you want to find the 32nd Psalm. 32nd Psalm. Verse 7, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Hey! Having problems. Highlight that dude. Begin to put it, put it down in your heart. You can deliver me with songs of deliverance. Run, devil, run. God is on his way. Run, devil, run. Yeah, it's not, you know, that was, anybody, anybody know that song? Run, Samson, run. Delilah's on her way. Just changed, turn it around. Run, devil, run. God is on his way. Get rid of your, get rid of your problems. He's our refuge. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, psalms are so great to sing. I mean, make up your own song when you read some of these things. You ever, anybody ever do that? Take a psalm and just start to sing it and put some music to it, lyrics to it. I mean, you know, sing it, but put some. 
pretty soon you'll be, you know, what will what, happen to you when you begin to sing the Psalms out loud? You get a heart like David had. Think about it. And what did God say about David? He's a man after my own heart. So if you begin to sing the Psalms out loud to him, hey, whoa, whoa. you talk about favor coming, coming your direction, our direction, glory to God. But God's our refuge as individuals and for our nation. This is why we need to continue to pray. Not stop, not, you know, it's over, the, it's over. Well, there are, the, the left's already gone out there after Mr. Trump. Didn't even give him a chance. They're going to say that they're throwing everything at him already. They're already picking up the kitchen sink and everything out and throwing it, trying to have him stumble before he even gets into the office. So we need to pray for the man. Pray protection. Pray for insight and inspiration. Glory to God. Uh, let's, go to, oh, let's go back to the book of Isaiah chapter 30 this time. And Isaiah chapter 30. We're still looking at refuge. I would say this happened. Isaiah 30, look at verse 1. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, that cover with covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. From the Amplified. Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel and carry out a plan, but not mine, and make a league and pour out a drink offering, but not for my spirit, thus adding sin to sin. You know, they were throwing all sorts of junk. People will... All, when they find out who you are, they're going to uh, try to blackmail you, throw, you know, say things about you, uh, stretch things out, uh, make things up. But glory to God. It's not going to come to pass. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our hope is in the Lord, not man. So God is our, not only our rescuer, but he's our refuge. Psalm, let's go back to Psalms 43 this time. Psalms 43, once more one more time. Psalm 43. In Psalms 43. Verse 3. Send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Glory to God. Let them bring me into, a, into thy holy hill and into thy tabernacles. Send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. From the Amplified, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and your holy dwelling. Or bring me into your presence, God. Let your word bring me into your presence. The, more, the greater we are into his word, the greater we are brought into his presence. Wow. And in his presence, there's no shadow. 
So glory to God, when you're in his presence, hey, we're perfect. We're, nothing can harm us. So we need to, God is our light. He's our source. Going, back, uh, going further back into Psalms, let's go to Psalms 19. Psalms 19. Verse 8, Psalms 19, 8. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. From the Amplified, we read, The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure and bright, enlightening the eyes. Glory to God. It's wonderful to read God's Word and have new, fresh revelation and understanding. It's only through God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Psalms 119. We're going to be here for, for a couple more. Psalms 119. Uh, familiar verse, Psalms 119. 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. Glory to God. If we have the word, we will not be, we can't get lost because it, it leads our path. Uh, how many's ever walked into a dark room? You're looking for the light switch or something. It's bad news. You, you trip or stumble or something like that. Is it any fun? Hmm? But having light to show you where, where the places to go, that means if you veer off course, you're not in the light anymore, and then you can stumble. But if you stay out with the light, the path, the path is bright. Straight. Oh, glory to God. God's got a good way of doing things. Okay, Psalms 119, you're there. Let's go to verse 130 now. Now, here's a benefit. The entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. Well, that helps me out a lot right there. From the Amplified, the entrance and unfolding of your words give light. Their unfolding gives understanding discernment and comprehension to the simple. So that helps us all out. If you think you're simple, you've got it made. It says you've got discernment and comprehension. So when you say, I can't do it, I'm too simple, I'm too dumb, this, this removes that excuse. All you have to say, I'm in the light, I'm following the light, and I will have Discernment and comprehension. How did how this thing's going to work out? What how is it going to move about in our lives? Amen. John chapter eight, New Testament. John chapter eight, and we're about done again. In John chapter eight. Jesus is speaking. Verse twelve. 
Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. From the Amplified it reads, once more Jesus addressed the crowd and he said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not be walking in dark, but will have the light which is life. Glory to God. So we just have to follow Jesus. Amen. And that's a benefit. That's a blessing. Okay. 2 Corinthians. In 2 Corinthians. Chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We ought to really jump on, jump on this one. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, looking at verse 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of, of Jesus Christ. From the Amplified it reads, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness has shone in our hearts so as to beam forth the light for the illumination of knowledge and majesty and glory of God as it is manifest in the person and is revealed in the face of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Glory to God. What a, what a, pardon me? That, that is it. That, it shines. Amen. Look at that again. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give light to the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, anybody else you know that had light shine from their face? Moses. But it wasn't inside. Remember, he, it was so bright that he had a, he covered his, his face because it was so bright. But it said it started to begin diminish. And he didn't want the people to know that it diminished. So he kept it on there when he, when he came down, hey, we don't have ours diminished because it shines within, it shines out if we continue in his word. Amen. That we, we need to, we should be pointed out in the crowd. Who's that? Who is that individual? There's something, something about them that, that, quote, shines or is bright. Ten times greater than... than I know that individual. For some reason, it's something, you know, something sticks out about them that, that, that I can't explain. But I know they got something. Well, people are recognizing it. You've got the Spirit of God upon you. And it's shining through, but they just don't, their eyes are still clouded. But you can break through and share the good news of the gospel. Okay. Going back to Jeremiah, oh, not going back, let's go back to Jeremiah one more time. Another scripture that uh, is very familiar. In Jeremiah chapter 33, looking at verse 3, it says, Call upon me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. 
From the Amplified it reads, Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things fenced in and hidden what you do not know. Do not distinguish and recognize, have knowledge of and understand. Boy, God is going to just open up great, great, great doors. This is something we need to pray about those that uh, have been elected, that we have elected into office, that this would be a key verse in their lives. We can't let our prayers stop. Go back to the last scripture. Let's go all the way back to uh, Psalms 43. So that's Psalms 43. We've looked at it already once or twice. Well, we'll just read the from the very beginning. Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against the ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjustful man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why I go a morning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to thy holy hill, to thy tabernacle. Verse 4, then I will go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon my harp I will praise thee, O my God, my God. And here it is. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my confidence and my God. Wow! It's time to rejoice. Yes, amen. He's our help. Right. We have to embrace God and there will be changes in the attitude of the people of this nation. Be a, first, there will be a change in ourselves and then there will be a change in the people that we come across and it will change this nation. We will have a, that will have a smooth trans, uh, trans, uh, transition. Okay. Um, emotions are riding high right now, both sides. Uh, and uh, we've got to hope that things will go well. Amen. Okay, if you want a title for this, Decision Made. Follow through and the decision is made. You follow through and God's got all the decisions made up for us. It gives us Victory in every area. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anybody have uh, any prayer? A prayer request? Anybody want to need prayer? See, glory to God. Give me a short hour and I give it even shorter. Okay, let's all stand. Father, we're praising you and we're giving you thanks once again, Father God, for the outcome, Father God, the victory, Father God, in this nation, Father God. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you have given us individuals, Father God, that will lead us back, Father God, to our constitution, Father God, to the precepts that our forefathers have followed to make this nation great. And I thank you, Lord, that... Uh, even though the enemy, Father God, would try to 
raise his ugly head, Father God. The decision has been made, Father God. And Father God, that we as, as believers will not stop praying, but Father God, we will continue to pray that the greater things will take place in this nation and in our lives. We thank you again, once again, Father God, for the victory in Jesus' name. And give us each a good night's rest for tomorrow's endeavors that we might be a blessing unto others in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen.